Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. My biggest fear was that she was going to die. Nature's deadliest organisms. It was excruciating pain, and it got worse by the minute. They hijack our bodies. This was like living in a nightmare. Disable our immune systems. I got on my knees and I prayed for him to be saved. And eat us from within. It looked like someone took a pencil and literally stabbed her head. For those infected, they are the monsters inside me. Joy and Todd Skerrick live in New Haven, Connecticut. My first impression of Todd was that he was cute. I remember saying, uh, God, yep, that, that's perfect right there. He's um, very warm and curious, and um, he's what I thought I would end up with someday. Joy and Todd have three children. Five-year-old Rachel, seven-year-old David, and 12-year-old Brianna. Brianna is a contagious personality. She lights up the room and um, makes friends everywhere she goes. I would definitely say our family is very close. But the flesh and blood that binds this family is about to be invaded by an unforeseen threat. The Skerricks are on a week-long church trip to Columbia, volunteering at a local orphanage. Todd and I both share the belief that it's important that our children have a real understanding of what they can offer others. And it's the adventure of a lifetime for Brianna. This was Brianna's second trip to the children's home in Columbia, and she was really excited. It was hard work, um, but... 
rewarding is, is almost an understatement. On the last night of their trip, everyone is back at the compound enjoying their final evening together. I was sitting and just finalizing our arrangements for the next morning's flight. And I noticed that my daughter was not really talking with anyone. That was odd. It just was so unlike her. I got up and went to check on her. When I got close to her, I could see she had her knees up to her chest. She was trying to kind of comfort herself by rocking. I asked her to tell me what was going on, and Brianna said she was having pain uh, on the right side of her head, like right above her ear. I took a look at it and noticed that there was an area on it that looked red and irritated. Brianna spent the day at a water park, and even though she wore sunscreen, Joy assumes her daughter still got too much sun. But wanting a second opinion, she goes to find Todd. She has a really high pain tolerance. So really, anytime Brianna complained about pain, I took her serious. So Joy and Todd take Brianna to the local ER. I told the doctor that we had been to a water park that day and that we had spent a lot of time out in the sun. He looked at the area of her head that she had been complaining about and noticed that it was red and irritated and that there were small blisters on her head. The doctor thought she had sun poisoning. Sun poisoning is the term used to describe a severe case of sunburn. It's most often characterized by skin redness, pain, and blisters. The doctor put her on an IV for fluids and gave her an antibiotic. We thought it was a correct diagnosis. We thought, okay, we've got this nipped in the bud and that it was going to be okay. After a few hours on the drip, Brianna is released from the hospital. And the next morning, the Skerricks prepare to fly home. But as Joy wakes Brianna, she finds her daughter still in pain. So she grabs a flashlight to check her scalp. When I shined the light on her head, I was really surprised. I noticed around 20 little bumps. I thought that Brianna had sun poisoning earlier, but in my gut, I felt like there was something more going on, and I wanted to get home to the United States. Joy focuses on getting everyone packed to leave. And before long, they're all on a plane heading home. A little while later, I was rubbing her back to keep her calm. I decided that I would just look at her head to see what was going on. Some of the bumps had burst and were oozing clear liquid and blood. I was devastated by what I saw and I was scared. I took a couple of napkins that we had and wiped the area. Joy motions for Todd, who's sitting a few rows away. When he arrives, he's shocked by what he sees. It looked like someone took a pencil and literally stabbed her head. It was pussy and there was clearly blood. Todd told me that everything was gonna be okay, that he was gonna be there to help me. I was very relieved that I wasn't gonna have to do this alone. 
When the family lands in New York, Joy rushes Brianna to their local ER, where her case is taken over by dermatologist Dr. Kavita Marawala. She really was very vocal and clear that her head hurt a lot, and she was focusing on one area in particular. Dr. Marawala begins to examine Brianna. I saw these little shallow, almost like erosions. But when I looked at them closely, all of a sudden, they moved. After looking at the lesions longer, I bent down. I was maybe two inches from her scalp, and this was the sound that I heard. And that's when it was like, okay, something is very wrong here. You know, the alien kind of movies. That was the scene, but it was happening in my my daughter's head. For the last few days, 12-year-old Brianna has felt a stabbing pain radiating from deep inside her head. And now, Dr. Marawala fears the source of that pain could be alive inside her. I said, okay, let's see what is actually here. And so I gently placed forceps into one of the holes and slowly pulled them back out. When the forceps went past the skin surface, that's when I realized there was a larva on the end of it. I pulled a living thing out of the hole. It was wriggling back and forth. It was clearly still very much alive. And all of a sudden, it became crystal clear that there were many more in there. I had never seen someone pull a worm out of someone. It was traumatizing, especially because it was my child. Dr. Marawala sends the larvae for testing. And soon, she's able to diagnose Brianna. I told the family Brianna's head was infested with New World screwworm. I had never heard of a New World screwworm. I was really creeped out. The only place I've seen larvae is in trash cans. This is just the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. The New World screwworm is the larvae of the Cochleomia hominivorax fly. Inside Brianna's scalp, their powerful jaws are eating through her skin, resulting in her lesions and stabbing pain. I had every emotion that you could possibly imagine uh, going through my mind. I was just scared. One of the most disturbing facts about the New World screwworm is that unlike many other larvae, they have an appetite for living flesh. So instead of eating dead tissue near the skin's surface, screwworms burrow deeper and deeper into their host looking for fresh meat. Untreated, it's a process where ultimately, screwworms kill the host. The doctor told us that they would go through her eyes into her brain to think of them eating out her beautiful eyes. I couldn't lose her. To save Brianna, Dr. Marawala must remove the larvae as quickly as possible. We knew it was a race against the clock. 
there was no option other than to try to manually extract each and every one of them. To draw out the larvae, Dr. Marawala uses an unorthodox technique she heard about in medical school. She wraps Brianna's head in bacon. Using the principle that these larvae are looking for raw meat or raw flesh, we decided to put raw bacon on her head. But it proves to be too slow. So instead of trying to lure them to the surface, Dr. Marawala decides to suffocate them instead. We applied a very thick coat of petroleum jelly onto the entire area covering all of the holes. The New World screwworm larva would then end up coming up looking for air and get stuck in that thick layer of the petroleum jelly. Then we could wipe it away, get a bunch of the larva, reapply the petroleum jelly. For the next three days, Dr. Marawala applies the petroleum jelly treatment every few hours. I had no idea how many there would be. Each time, she removes more and more larvae from Brianna's head. Dr. Marawala needs to remove every last larvae. Leaving in even one could result in catastrophic damage. Finally, she believes she's extracted them all. We removed 212 of these larvae, which was more than I anticipated ever. I was amazed at the final count. Just mind-boggling. So how did Brianna get hundreds of screwworm larvae inside her scalp? New World screwworms are typically found in tropical areas of Central and South America. They mainly infect livestock and deer. Female flies can lay up to 400 eggs at a time, and when those hatch, the results are catastrophic. Brianna's mother, Joy, believes her daughter was infected while in Colombia. Brianna had psoriasis, and she very often would scratch at her head. And my theory is that this fly found an opening, a wound on her head, and laid its eggs on her. Human infestations of New World screwworm are incredibly rare. And in fact, they were eradicated completely from the United States more than 30 years ago. But in October 2016, the USDA in Florida reported an infestation in local deer, and there are strong fears that this parasite may be making a resurgence. Back in Brianna's room, her condition takes a welcomed turn. From the moment the last one was taken out, everything about her changed dramatically. She came back to her normal self. It just was the best feeling in the world. After spending five days in the hospital, Brianna is finally able to go home. Today, 12 years later, Brianna is 24, and she's traded in her long blonde locks for short red hair. I have made a full recovery. I do feel fortunate to have made it through. I think having really horrible things happen makes you appreciate the wonderful things that life has to offer. Despite what she went through, Brianna says one thing will never change. I would never stop traveling. I love it. I made it, and there's a reason that I made it. I'm going to keep doing what I'm supposed to do. 
The best way to protect yourself from a screwworm infestation is to make sure that if you're traveling to an affected area, any open sores or wounds are covered. We can protect ourselves from threats like the New World Screwworm. But there's nothing you can do if a monster strikes when you're at your most vulnerable. This was like living in a nightmare. There was something inside of me. I had no clue what it was and what it was doing there. Michelle and Eddie live in Southern California and have been married for 11 years. I definitely met my Prince Charming. He may look kind of tough and scary with these tattoos and his big muscles, but when you get to know him, he's such a genuine, honest person. There's a lot of things I love about her. I don't think I could just name one, but if it was, I'd say just her heart. She's got a great heart. Eddie owns a plumbing business, and Michelle works for a construction company. They have two children, 14-year-old Emily and 9-year-old Little Eddie. I love my children to death. They are my world. I am definitely that super mom. How I do it, I have no idea. But this family's perfect home life is about to be ripped apart. One day in early spring, Michelle is enjoying a few moments of relaxation. I was sitting at home, and we were watching TV, and I started to get cramps. The pain was in my lower abdomen. Michelle recognizes the feeling as her monthly menstrual cramps. I went to the restroom, and sure enough, I had started my period. It was like, oh great, here we go again. Michelle has struggled with debilitating cramps her whole life. I don't know how many days I've even missed of work. I've had to miss a few events with the kids. I've tried over-the-counter pain relievers. I've tried numerous birth control pills. Nothing worked for me. Michelle visits her gynecologist, who suggests a uterine ablation, a procedure to remove the lining of the uterus and stop period flow. When she suggested the surgery, I was all for it. I mean, I just wanted this pain gone. Later that spring, Michelle goes in for the operation. But unfortunately, due to complications from a previous surgery, doctors are unable to complete the procedure. I was devastated. Now I'm going to be living in misery again. I was really, really upset. The following week, Michelle returns to work. I noticed I was having cramping. It was throbbing, and it was achy, and reminded me of my period cramps. I thought maybe my period had started. I was annoyed, so I grabbed my purse and went to the restroom to see what was going on. But no period. For the next few days, Michelle continues to have painful cramps. But then one morning, they're accompanied by a bizarre new symptom. I went to use the restroom and noticed a really foul odor. The smell was a rotting smile. At first, I was trying to figure out where the odor was coming from, and then I realized it was coming from me. I had no clue what was going on. Michelle chalks the episode up to a personal hygiene issue. I decided not to tell Eddie because I was really embarrassed about it. Over the next few days, Michelle spends extra time showering. But much to her dismay, it doesn't help. 
There was one night where Eddie went to go kiss my neck and caress me. I knew that was a sign that Eddie wanted to be intimate with me. I pushed him away and told him I wasn't feeling good. I immediately didn't take it to heart. I figured, okay, well, she's not feeling well, then it is what it is. There was no way. There was no way I was having him come near me. I was really embarrassed in front of my husband. Michelle is so embarrassed, she doesn't even want to be seen by her gynecologist. And for the next few days, she tries to block out her symptoms. But they soon become too extreme to ignore. I had to go to the bathroom. I kind of felt some wetness in my underwear, so I thought maybe my period was starting. When I was done, wiped myself, looked in the sieve, I started my period, but there was green discharge. It looked like green mucus. I was completely mortified. Michelle grabs her phone and searches the internet for answers. The first thing that came up were sexually transmitted diseases. I automatically thought my husband was cheating on me. I was an emotional wreck. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Michelle has been suffering from escalating gynecological symptoms and believes her husband, Eddie, could be to blame. One night, the tension between the couple comes to a head. We were laying down watching TV, and I felt 
kind of the urge to make a sexual advance. I went ahead and kind of massaged the side of her, her back. She said, no, this isn't gonna happen. At that point, I kind of just got upset and I said, well, what is the deal? What's, what's wrong with you? And she asked me flat out, are you cheating on me? And I kind of just turned a pale white and looked at her and I said, no, I'm not. Why would you accuse me of something like that? It turned into a kind of a yelling match and I don't like to yell. And I walked out of the room and slammed the door and walked downstairs. A short while later, Michelle goes downstairs to find Eddie. When I came downstairs, um, Eddie was sitting on, on the couch. And I just said, we need to talk. And I told him everything that was going on. The pain I've been dealing with, the foul odor, and all of the discharge. And I just broke down, telling him I was really, really embarrassed. When she had said that to me, I was literally shocked. I mean, not many husbands want to hear that from their spouse. It definitely hurt my feelings and, you know, the fact that she couldn't tell me everything from the get-go. But I try to be understanding as much as anyone could. Eddie reassures his wife he's been faithful, leaving Michelle to wonder what in the world is wrong with her. A few days later, despite her embarrassment, Michelle sees her gynecologist. When I got to the doctor's appointment, I was so apologetic. I, I mean, I really, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that you're gonna have to smell this and see this. She um, had me undress and then she did a pelvic exam on me. She reassured me I had no sexually transmitted diseases and diagnosed me with vaginitis. Vaginitis refers to inflammation of the vagina. It's most often caused by a change in the body's normal bacteria or some type of infection. I was relieved it wasn't a sexually transmitted disease. She gave me antibiotics and told me I'd uh, probably be feeling better in a couple days. Michelle takes the medicine, but she's still plagued by discomforting symptoms. All of a sudden, I had the urge to go to the bathroom. So I walked her where our toilet was, and when I started to urinate, I felt a burning sensation. It was a struggle to urinate, and, and it was really, really uncomfortable. I had no clue what was going on now. But suddenly, the awkward feeling is replaced by something far more alarming. When I finished, I went to wipe myself, and the toilet paper got caught on something. I put my fingers down there to f feel what it was and there was something inside of me. I had no idea what it was and what it was doing there. I was scared for my life at this point. I screamed for Eddie and I collapsed on the bathroom floor. Eddie rushes to his wife's side. When I walked in, she was pale. She looked at me and said, there's something inside me. She was a mess and I had to stay calm for her. I said, Get your clothes on. We need to go to the, the ER right now. Eddie races Michelle to the hospital. She was in pretty bad shape. She was crying. She was in pain. Definitely just stressed out. I've never seen her like that before. A doctor came in, took my vitals, and kind of asked what was going on. The doctor ordered a x-ray of my uh, pelvic area. 
A short while later, he returns with the results. When the doctor walked into the room, I could see this look on his face of pretty much just dismay. He went ahead and brought up the x-ray picture, and I was in absolute shock. I saw a shadow on the x-ray that was completely not supposed to be there. The shadow was long and thin. It was unbelievable what I was looking at. Michelle is in the ER with crippling abdominal pains and vaginal discharge. Doctors are at a loss to explain her symptoms until the results of her pelvic x-ray come back. Something alien has invaded Michelle's body. My heart was speeding up, um, and I was, I was really, really scared. The doctor said there was an object inside of me. Inside Michelle's body, the object is embedded in her cervix. Its presence forces the cervix to dilate, leaving Michelle vulnerable to infection and explaining her severe pain, bad odor, and discharge. Michelle faces serious risks, including infection, organ damage, and even death. This was extremely serious. The doctor explains to Michelle that the object inside her needs to be removed immediately. I was really scared. I just wanted this thing out of me. I gave her a hug and a kiss and, and said, you know, we're going to be fine. The doctor gave me painkillers and then proceeded to remove the object out of me. When he took it out of me, I was relieved. He put it in a container, and it was horrific seeing what was left to me. When I saw the object, I kind of just said, what the heck? I think there's no word for it. The doctor explains the object is a section of a medical instrument known as a surgical probe. I've never heard of someone leaving a surgical instrument inside your body. I was beyond upset. Like, how does this happen? How did this happen? It's estimated that every day in the U.S., about a dozen medical instruments are accidentally left inside patients during surgery. The most commonly left items are gauze and sponges, but there have been cases of forceps, clamps, and even needles. And Michelle now knows what happened to her. I could finally put the pieces of the puzzle together. When I went in for the uterine ablation, even though they weren't able to do the ablation, they left this behind in my uterus. This object had been inside my body for 11 weeks. I felt violated. The doctor gives Michelle antibiotics, and later that day, she's released from the hospital. I was very thankful to be going home. Today, Michelle is still working to put this ordeal behind her. I'm still healing, and it's going to take me a while to, to get back to being 100%. Right now, she's fully focused on her kids and her relationship with Eddie. I am so grateful that Eddie stood by me. I don't know how many husbands would put up with what he put up with. This has been one of the biggest feats that we've gone through, and we're, we're not giving up. I'm not giving up on her, so we're, I'm here to stay. In the U.S., hospitals use a range of strategies to prevent surgeons from leaving medical equipment inside patients' bodies. 
While many facilities hand count items at the start and again at the end of a procedure, some employ high-tech barcoding systems to track instruments and reduce the rates of human error. The sight of a surgical implement on an x-ray scan is instantly recognizable. Other monsters are far harder to detect, but their impact equally catastrophic. My whole body was shutting down. I got on my knees and I prayed for him to be saved. Jackie and Rick Tebow live in Nashville, Tennessee. I can honestly say without a doubt that I love this man with all my heart. Jackie works as a nurse and is a homebody. I love the feeling of helping people. It's something I can't explain, but a nurse is what I am. It is my calling. While Rick is an insurance analyst with an adventurous side. I love to fish. I love to hunt. Opposites attract, I think, is probably the best way we can look at it. But one thing Rick and Jackie enjoy doing together is going to the beach. We're both beach bums for the most part. Love the life, love the food. It's nice to get away. But not everything about beach life is bliss, as Rick and Jackie are about to find out. It's Labor Day weekend, and the Tebos are on vacation in Panama City, Florida. We needed to get away, and we were looking forward to a nice, quiet, relaxing vacation. One morning, Rick ventures out to take a walk while Jackie goes to the beach. But after a few minutes, he feels a strange sensation. I was a little disorientated. It did come on me extremely quickly. I thought it was heat stroke because it was so hot. Rick heads inside to get some water. Uh, went back up to the condo to get something to drink. And then the chills came on me real hard. I jumped into bed and, you know, started piling blankets on top of me. I, I mean, I just couldn't get warm. It was awful. A little while later, Jackie comes back looking for Rick and is surprised to find him in bed. I touched his forehead, touched his whole body. Um, he was dry. He wasn't clammy. He wasn't sweating. I fell back onto some of my nursing knowledge. Maybe this is heat stroke. But Rick continues to feel lousy, and the rest of their vacation is a bust. I am feeling a bit disappointed. I wanted the togetherness, the fun, you know, the walking hand in hand. None of that happened. The following day, the couple travel home to Nashville. Soon after, Rick's condition improves slightly, and he's able to return to work. It couldn't have been 10 minutes after clocking in. All of a sudden, in my arm, it, it just felt like needles. It, it was excruciating pain, and it got worse by the minute. Rick Tebow is at work when he suddenly feels an excruciating pain in his arm. My threshold for pain is high. It felt like something was 
taking place inside my arm, I started to worry. There's no way I could have stayed at work. Jackie is surprised to see Rick home so early, but it quickly becomes clear something is wrong. I can tell that he is hurting and I'm worried. Jackie rushes Rick to the ER. He's very weak. He is chilling, shaking, and in pain. He was bad. I was really fading in and out of consciousness, if you will. My whole body was shutting down. At the hospital, doctors begin examining Rick. They do some tests. His blood pressure was high. Rick is put on an IV drip and given painkillers. But then, Jackie notices something troubling. There was like a redness that started on his arm. One of the doctors took a pen and circled it. And as we're talking, it was outside that circle. That was in five, ten seconds. It scared me. (laughs) It really scared me. ER doctor realizes Rick's condition is serious and calls an orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Jane Siegel. When I met Rick, he was complaining of a lot of pain in the forearm. Uh, I examined that area and the arm was changing rapidly. And that's a very, very bad thing to see. And the white blood cell count, which is what we use to measure the severity of an infection, was very high as well. This leads her to an alarming conclusion. He had a severe infection. There was something really bad happening in his arm. Dr. Siegel explains to Jackie that Rick's severe pain, spreading rash, and high white blood cell count all point to a life-threatening infection. I got on my knees and I prayed for him to be saved, for, for God not to take him. I'm sorry. Dr. Siegel rushes Rick into surgery. We make an incision from the crease of the elbow all the way down the forearm and into the hand to open the entire forearm. When we sliced into the fascia, the muscle basically exploded out of the compartment because it was under so much pressure. Unfortunately, we also found some dead muscle. She carefully removes it and take samples to find out what's causing the infection. A little while later, Dr. Siegel informs Jackie that Rick's lab results are in, and she knows what's wrong with him. I was thinking this can't be happening. I loved this man, and he didn't deserve to go through this. Rick Tebow has been suffering from stabbing pains in his right arm. Finally, orthopedic surgeon Dr. Jane Siegel knows why. The lab results came back. Rick has Vibrio vulnificus. I have no clue what this is. I couldn't comprehend it. Vibrio vulnificus is a pathogenic bacterium. Inside Rick's body, the bacteria are rapidly multiplying. As 
as they spread, they're destroying Rick's muscle and flesh, causing his severe pain. Dr. Siegel knows this type of infection can have catastrophic consequences. I was worried that we were potentially looking at a situation where we might have to actually amputate his arm to save his life. It just felt like all the air was out of me. I couldn't breathe. I was so afraid. Vibrio vulnificus is one of the deadliest bacteria known to science. What makes Vibrio vulnificus so dangerous is its ability to evade the body's natural defenses. It can penetrate the highly acidic environments in the body meant to act as protective barriers. Although Vibrio vulnificus infections are rare, in the worst case scenario, they can be fatal. Dr. Siegel puts Rick on a powerful antibiotic treatment. And after several weeks in the hospital and more surgeries to ensure all of the infection has been cleared out, Dr. Siegel delivers good news. Finally, the tissues looked healthy. The swelling was going down. The redness was going down. At that point, I felt we at least had the infection under control. I was more than happy when I heard that. I would just, I, I could breathe. I could fully breathe. I was happy to be alive. I was happy to see Jackie happy, uh, smiling for once. With Rick's condition stable, he's left to reflect on how he contracted such a life-threatening disease. Vibrio vulnificus bacteria thrive in warm ocean waters like those on Florida's Gulf Coast, where they can get into oysters or other shellfish. Humans become infected when they eat contaminated seafood that's raw or undercooked. Rick believes he ate contaminated oysters in Panama City with Jackie. I didn't think that eating oysters was gonna make me that sick. I had hepatitis uh, years ago and that causes your immune system to, to drop. And pretty much that is why I was the one who got the Vibrio vulnificus and she didn't. Today, Rick has a large scar that reminds him of his ordeal, but he's on the road to recovery. I'm glad it's over with. As time goes by, I, I feel much better. Rick and Jackie still plan on taking beach vacations, but with one big change. No more oysters, no. If I was to ask for an oyster, I think Jackie would cut my head off. <laughs> I dodged a bullet on this one, so I'm, I'm grateful to be alive. According to the CDC, to minimize chances of contracting Vibrio vulnificus, Anyone with a compromised immune system should avoid eating raw shellfish. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.